Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra, join Godzilla on the big screen for this epic Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Is it epic? Is it worth checking out this weekend? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Durbania. I'm Durbin, and this is my spoiler-free review for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I am giving this movie a B plus, which means I'm giving it the same grade that I gave Godzilla 2014. I'm realizing now, kind of with these B monster movies for me, I need some sort of different levels here or something because this one I really did like. I really like King of the Monsters and I liked it better than Godzilla 2014. So just because it has the same letter grade, I don't know, I still think I'm going to take Godzilla King of the Monsters and put it a pedestal above the 2014 movie. Because the 2014 movie is called Godzilla and he's in it so little. What I liked about Godzilla King of the Monsters is they heard that note and now they have given us more Godzilla. Godzilla was in this movie way more than he was in his first movie. Plus the addition of these other monsters, I just feel like upped the action and upped the ante and I thought it was really, really cool. What kind of keeps it in this B range rather than letting these movies kind of hit that A range for me. Again, it's that human element. Like, we don't really go to see these movies for the human element. We understand there's gotta be a human element because we want to see how people are reacting to this. We need the emotions of the people. We kind of need their story to help move the story a little bit forward. But the real reason we're there is to see the monsters. And I think this movie knew that. Now, again, the human element in this was kind of interesting because, like, you have Monarch, which is, you know, the group trying to protect these creatures or at least the ones that are bringing balance and are trying to study these creatures but in this one we get introduced to this anti-monarch and so it was interesting their motivation was hey the earth is having a fever which reminded me very much of Kingsman the earth unleashed a fever to fight this infection when you get a virus you get a fever that's the human body raising its core temperature to kill the virus planet earth works the same way. We're overpopulated and we pollute, so the Earth has a fever, so we got to restore balance. Sounding just like Thanos. 20 mounds, not enough to go around. And when we faced extinction, I offered a solution. And so let's awake these Titans so that they can wipe out a bunch of stuff and, you know, balance everything out, because that's what the Titans did. They balanced everything out. And you know, it's one of those things where a third grader can tell you, dude, that's called a hypothesis and it's not even proven. To prove that would be a pretty darn big gamble. And even a Charles Dance in this anti-monarch thing. Charles Dance, yeah, the Lannister father. That, this imposing evil figure with his deep voice. I feel like not used to his full evil twisty mustache potential, which could have been pretty cool because, you know, he could be a pretty good human monster unto himself. But again, this is kind of leading to something that I think this movie did, right? The focus wasn't the people. It wasn't so much the good monarch. It wasn't so much what I call the anti-monarch. It was on the monsters. It was on the idea that some of these monsters are good, like Godzilla and Mothra. And their existence is about bringing balance. Then there is those monsters that is bad. And what they want to do is try to take over the world. So in a sense, it kind of sounds human. So they took some human motivations and put it on these monsters. So I felt like there was a more clear line between good guys in terms of monsters and bad guys in terms of monsters. Are you there to watch humans build relationships, repair relationships, or whatever else? No. 
you're there to watch monsters fight. Let them fight. And that is what we get in this flippin' movie. When I came into this movie, my biggest expectation was more Godzilla, more monster fighting, and more action. And because that was my expectation, I got it. And because I got it, I walked out of that theater satisfied and happy. It was cool to see Godzilla arrive on the screen for the first time in this one and face Ghidorah. Like, that was epic. And their first face off and then flying away. It kind of reminded me of the Muto fight in the first movie, except in the first movie, we cut away from that fight. This time, there was no cutting away. We were in the fight. And the way they utilized the people in the fight, I thought was better than in the first movie. So we got to cut to their perspective, but we're still looking at the fight. And from their perspective, it was much larger and more intimidating. Just like the first movie, I love the monster sounds, the monster sound effects. I mean, they just have really cool sound design and noises for each monster that they introduced. It was cool the way we met Rodan and I, Mothra. I wanted more Mothra. If in the first movie I wanted more Godzilla, I found myself in this movie wanting more Mothra because the times that Mothra showed up and was utilized in this was just really, really cool. Like visually cool, sound effects cool. Mothra was a really cool character. And that was something else that I liked about this. I felt like Godzilla had a bit more of a personality in this one than he did in the other one. It's not like extreme, oh, he's got a personality, but it's like there was something about it where I attached more to Godzilla this time. There was something about Mothra where I attached to Mothra and like, you know, Ghidorah shows up and it's like, oh, you're a bad dude. So I feel like they did a good job with the monster personalities in this one. And so it kind of brought me in a little bit more. Is this movie absurd? Of course it's absurd. It's utterly absurd to think that monsters with special abilities larger than buildings are gonna come out of the hollow earth and fight each other. So you just gotta go in there knowing it's absurd. And I loved it, man. I had a blast with this one. I just felt like the action was better than the first one. And like Kong Skull Island, where they had good human characters mixed with, you know, kind of a cool story and great monster fights, I feel like I got that a lot with this one. I'm still kind of digesting it a little bit to try to think, how am I going to rank these three movies? But I will say that King of the Monsters is definitely going to be up there for me. I really did enjoy this movie. B plus for me. So if you saw this movie, what are your thoughts? Let's talk about that in the comments. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button to become a Durbanian and hit the bell by the subscribe button. That way you're notified for my next movie review, ranking video, theological analysis, or anything else I do here. I'm Durbin. Thanks for checking out Durbanian.